Welcome to How They Did It. This is a career podcast that will interview different professionals to find out how they got into their careers. We will find out answers to questions like, what classes did you have to take in college? What was your interview process like? What does your day-to-day look like? And much more. I hope you leave feeling inspired after listening to these stories. Before we go any further, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Also, you can help me out by spreading the word to anyone that might benefit from hearing these stories. Thank you so much for listening to How They Did It. I'm your host, Hannah Josie. Let's get into it. guys welcome to another well first episode of season two podcast of how they did it um today i am with a friend of mine from high school that i feel like i have not seen you in probably 15 years since we graduated (laughs) which is crazy to think about makes me feel really old um but sarah rose wallace now i know you have sarah rose riddle uh you are um working as a realtor for and you started your own Thing, which we will get into in a little while. Um, but I just kind of wanted to start today, one, just saying thank you so much for being willing to hop on the podcast with me. Um, <laughs> kind of short notice. Uh, no, so really this is perfect. <laughs> I really appreciate you doing that for me. Of course. Um, and uh, it's kind of nice just to catch up for a bit. So I kind of wanted to hop in and just ask, like when we were in high school and you're going through classes and everything, did you know then that being a realtor and like dealing with properties and stuff like that is what you wanted to do? Um, short answer, no. I had no idea what exactly I wanted to do. I, I kind of fit in that category, even all through college. Like, I I felt pressured to choose a certain career path um, just to say that I think I have it figured out. You know, I wasn't one that woke up. I want to be a doctor. I want to be this or I want to, you know, follow in my parents' footsteps. That was never my my beginning. Um, I pretty much thought that I knew or, or I guess picked something again, because I felt pressured and that's what I like told everybody that I really wanted to do, but I had no idea, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely, (laughs) um, I feel like that is with a lot of people like coming out of high school. Um, they don't really, they want to have it all together and they think that's, that's the thing to do is to have it all together. But in reality, nobody has anything together. (laughs) Um, so um, that is that is good. I think uh, you follow the category that everybody else falls into. Um, <laughs> so, okay, tell me a little bit about college. Like, what did you major in? Where did you go? What did you do? So in high school, I actually was a dancer. I grew up. That was my thing was dancing, ballet, um, all that stuff. So um, I utilized that to get a scholarship to go to school for free. Um, out of two-year school, uh, Southern Union and Wadley. Um, So I danced there. They paid for everything, um, hence why I went there. Mm -hmm. And still, like, I I really just took that next step of, okay, I don't really know what I want to do, but here's a gift that I was given that I could utilize to pay for free college. Let's just step into that, you know? And, and, And I feel like a lot of that growing up is, you know, when you are trying to get to the end goal, um, just, just take one actionable item. You don't have to have everything figured out. Just take that next step. So yeah. my next step was going to college for free. 
Um, my parents, you know, couldn't really afford to send me to a four-year university and all of that. So, um, you know, that was a gift that I was given and I did that. Um, there I didn't, I, I started out declaring my major as communication disorders, um, as a speech pathologist. That, that was my, you know, I guess a goal that I wrote in pencil, not, I wasn't super committed to it, Mm -hmm. but again, I felt that pressure. I had to pick something. So that's what I picked. Um, thankfully in a two-year school or in, you know, a lot of colleges, you have to get all of those prereq courses out of the way, you know, your English 101, your math 101, all of that. So I, I, I felt a little bit of comfort in, okay, you have two years to really figure this out before you have to dive deeper, you know, let's just be present in where you are. Um, so I did that two years in Southern Union, and then I had a choice um, either to continue my dance career and go to Alabama um, and dance there or come back home and go to AUM. And this is kind of where the Lord, I mean, really kind of stepped in and, and, you know, started directing me a little bit more as I leaned into him because there was a lot of, you know, unknowns out there. Um, I actually ended up meeting my husband, David, and that was kind of the, the cherry on top to say, okay, you, you need to go back home, you know, go, go to AUM, finish there. Um, so I didn't have to continue to be, you know, far away from him. Obviously we weren't married then, but it was just kind of one of those relationships that you, whenever you stepped in, you kind of knew you knew type situation. (laughs) And so, um, that led me to go into AUM and I graduated, um, with a communications disorder degree. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I did not realize that I kind of remember us talking like back in our YMCA (laughs) there uh about what we wanted to do and i was probably like uh but i was like i always thought that that was the coolest thing that you went to college and danced and you were phenomenal um at doing that um so i think just you're absolutely right you don't have to have it all figured out and i think that was a theme from last season's podcast was um is you don't have to and it's okay and really the first two years of college are kind of like freebie years like you still have to do work but you don't have to like nail down your whole uh major and what you're gonna do for the rest of your life in that uh like the first day of freshman year of college yeah and you're right too like i think life um changes like we have our plans and everything and our life can change like if we meet somebody and we want to settle down and get married like then our like we change our plans for like a good reason to change them and not um do what we thought we were initially going to do um that's i think anybody can learn from that that is uh that's really good so um after college you graduated from aum um, settled down in Montgomery. What, like, what made you want to get into realty? Like, tell me the kind of the story leading up to like, okay, I want to do realty instead of doing a communication disorder background. So there was a big gap in between the two of those, actually. Um, whenever my husband and I got married, we had, um, two houses that he built, lived in them, and would rent them out and then build another one, live in it with roommates, of course, you know, growing before we were married. Um, so he had those two rental properties already. Um, okay. 
but that, you know, we, that, that was always just, uh, I, I guess a backup income. We weren't really relying on that income. It was just a way to have another stream of income. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I graduated AUM, I knew I did not want to go to graduate, graduate school. I was done with school. I've never really been the school type. I've always, it's been a, a big source of anxiety for me. You know, some people just love it. I absolutely dreaded it. And I mean, I still to this day have that dream where you wake up and you think, oh crap, you know, did, did I turn in that last assignment or, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to graduate. Like that is still a real like, in, like source of anxiety for me, even yeah. though here we are, you know, over 10 years later. Um, so I, I, I knew that was not it for me. Um, and because of the relationships that I've made up until that point, which I feel like that is a huge part of, you know, every aspect of life and especially in your career life is, you know, your relationships with people. Um, the, a girl that I knew they were hiring for, um, a position called a polysomnographic technologist, which is at a hospital running sleep studies. Okay. So after um, college, I was like, okay, well, you know, this job pays good. They can train me on site, you know, how to do it. Um, And, you know, you work three nights on and then you have the rest of the week off. And so I was like, well, this is perfect. You know, I'll, I'll do this. Um, And you, you basically started out at a a starting, you know, entry wage position. And then once you had been there for so long, you could take your boards exam. And so that's the path that I did. You know, once you take that boards exam, you get a pay raise and um, you know, all of that. So I, I actually did that full time for at least, I would say three to four years. Um, And still, I mean, we had those rental properties on the side and during that time, my husband and I began to invest more and more into real estate. Um, at this point I was seeing, um, it it was actually his brother-in-law. We, we were were paying him 3% that we could have saved each property that we bought. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, I just kind of fell into real estate. I I saw an opportunity to, to save money, not necessarily make a career out of it, but if this was something that we were going to consistently invest into something, I might as well get my license in order to to save that money and get the property at at um, you know a discount essentially. Um, so after after that kind of started and snowballed a little bit, and then also having a child, which changes a lot of your your end goals. Yes. Um, work and night shift was not it for me anymore. You know, I wanted to be home with my family. I wanted to be more present. Um, and so after. After that happened, um, I just really kind of dove head down into full-time real estate. Um, and that's really where my career as a realtor really kind of snowballed. And I was able to make, you know, a, a full-time salary versus where it was just, you know, extra money on the side. Yeah, it turned into more of a like, career instead of like a side hustle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, which, I mean, that is... True, like families, I mean, just having Jack back in last February, it does like you want to align your life where you do like get a chance to spend time at home or see him, like see your family um, instead of like going into coaching. I felt like I was gone 
constantly and <clears throat> like a lot of nights and a lot of tournaments and weekends and all that kind of stuff. And then I finally realized that, hey, you know, I want to go home. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to uh, spend time with family. So it is um, it is important. Like you align your career with what your like core goals and core values are because um, career doesn't have to be everything. Um, okay, so now you are, you fell into real estate. Um, so tell me, like, where did you start out? And then how did you get to where you have your own real estate business now? Um, so to, in order to become a real estate agent, there is um, a 60-hour pre-license course that you can either take online or in person. Um, I chose the online version um, because at the time I, I was I was still working nights at the hospital. Um, and at that job, thankfully, there was a lot of free time while your patients are sleeping. Um, I mean, you, so you still have to monitor them and make sure, you know, everything's good with their study and um, things like that. But you had free time sitting at a computer. So I utilized that time to really focus on getting my coursework done. Um, to be able to step into that, um, you know, other, other um, field. So um, after that, I worked underneath my brother-in-law for, um, I would say it was probably three years, three or four years. Um, and I mean, with, with any brokerage, you, they get a certain percent of all of the agents like that, that is their fee for training you. Um, Cause I mean, the, the coursework really will tell you how not to get sued and the, the legalities of becoming a realtor. Um, but your brokerage is really what teaches you how to be a good agent, how, how to get clients, how to make sales, how to do all the paperwork. Um, so after that, whenever I felt very confident in my skill work and I was, you know, snowballing and, and, and getting more and more clients um, and then COVID hit also, and at this time I had quit running sleep studies. I was home more with my kids. And I, again, I saw another opportunity on how to utilize real estate and make more money for my family. And so um, after the, the law is you have to be a real estate agent for over two years before you can take the broker's course. Okay. And so again, it's another computerized, you know, it's, I think it's, um, 180 hours or something like that. Um, again, you can do it online. And so I, I basically rinsed and repeated. I did that course again, took the state test. And then after that, once you have your broker's license, you're able to open up your own company. And so that is essentially what I did. Um, all while still growing my husband and I, our rental portfolio at that time, we had over 35 properties. Yeah. And so again, the relationships and everything that you have, it's, it's a, it's a snowball effect. And I 100% believe like the Lord's hand in all of that. Cause I, I mean, going back to the beginning, you know, in high school, I had no idea what I wanted. You know, I, I, I just took that next obedient step and allowed him to direct me as far as where I ended up. And so here I am, you know, several years later with my own company and with, you know, seven agents under me and I get to pour into them and mentor to them and teach them how to be, you know, great agents and serve their clients all while, you know, obviously having the rental portfolios that we do now 
and being able to, you know, have flexibility and be there for my kids. Right. That is, uh, that's amazing. Um, like how fast you were able to just be able to do that and the like will to the power to do it. Um, cause I'm sure that was not very easy doing all the sleep study and doing a 60 hour course and have a family and like, and it kind of piles up on top. Um, and to be where you're at now is really incredible. Um, that, you did that. Um, I was like, I, when I saw you the first time, I think you posted something on Facebook or Instagram and it was like Wallace Realty or whatever. And I was like, you go, Sarah. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, I mean, and, and again, that, that's just the confirmation that, you know, you don't have to have it figured out, but if you allow the Lord to be in the middle of it, you will eventually get to where you need to be. And yeah. so it's just that, that confirmation that when you're good at something, you know that that's what you're meant to do and there's going to be blessings behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, that's amazing. Um, well, okay. So doing, uh, being a realtor and like, especially owning your own like company now, what is like a day in the life of Sarah Rose look like? Like, are you still going out and showing a lot of houses or are you mainly like focused on your agents? Like, how does this work? Um, I, it's, it's different every day. Um, I mean, I, I have, sh- you know, somewhat structure to my day with, um, you know, managing all of our rentals and, you know, poured into my agents. Um, yet I, I do still go out and show houses. I do have clients, um, you know, that I'm a, a lot of my clients are actually out of town investors. Um, because again, we, we align, we have that same vision, that same goal, mm-hmm. um, and so I'll, I'll be their eyes and ears, you know, going to look at properties for them. Um, and um, I mean, but a, a lot of it, real estate is not glamorous. You're not opening doors to, you know, millions of dollars of homes and seeing all the pretty things. Right. Um, I mean, with rentals, it's going over and, um, <clears throat> you know, dealing with tenants who are mad that their toilet stopped up. Or, you know, they're mad that there's a roof leak, you know, there's all all of that that you have to manage. Um, But thankfully, I have designed everything to where I do, I get to take my kids to school every morning. You know, I I, I get to do a women's Bible study in the middle of the day at 10 o'clock. Now that that stuff doesn't come easy. You do still have to have that structure and the discipline, you know, to, to really focus on those, I I call it time blocking, those times during the day where you have allowed yourself, okay, you know, from eight to to 10, I'm going to have a call with my team. Um, And then from 10 to 12, I have a showing that I have to go to. And then I'm going to come home and have lunch with my husband because he's in real estate too. And so we get to have, you know, those free times during the day. There's, there's so much freedom in that. Um, but also, I mean, it's a lot of emails. It's a lot of being on your phone on the weekends. Um, you know, it's a lot of coordinating showings for the listings that you have, um, you know, and, and taking phone calls after hours with your clients. Um, I mean, it's not all um, perfect, you know, but it's for, for us and our family, it is the most perfect, you know, scenario that I could have asked for. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, especially when it, like something like that fits into your schedule like that, that's just another confirmation that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, our, like, I feel like for your job, you don't have 
like strict office hours. Um, yeah. Like our, uh, we got <clears throat> when we moved out to Birmingham, um, who was phenomenal. She, uh, but like she was sending us DocuSign things to sign for our house um, at like 1130 at night. And I was like, does she ever <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that that's the thing. Like, I, I would rather have to do those things at 1130 at night if, if I get to make my kids dinner, yeah. you know, and, and being able to take my son to soccer mm-hmm. and, you know, all those things. It, it does come, you know, with a negative And that's sometimes working when my kids go to bed, you know. Right. But um, it is good that you're able to spend that time with them. Um and like you said, I mean, it just, that's something that you kind of have to do is if you want to do all of that, then it does come with like after hour kind of thing. It's not your typical mm-hmm. you know, nine to five kind of job. Yeah. Um, but still, like, I think if, it, if you're in a career that you really enjoy and you love helping people, then it, you don't really see it as a burden or like, oh, like I have to do this. Like, <laughs> uh, there, there are times where I do have that attitude. I do. I'm like, oh, I've got to get up and do this when I would rather, you know, go to sleep. I love okay. to sleep. Yeah. But, you know, I think I think it's just really it, it, it's a mindset. You have to keep that that bigger picture, you know, in your head. That's really that motivator. OK, I've made this commitment. You know, I want to be the best that I can be. You know, let's be disciplined and, you know, do the things that we have to do, you know, to to be able to to, to be successful. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, um, no, that is all like so awesome. So my last question to kind of wrap it up, because I know like we kind of have a similar path. Like I hated school. Um, when my advisor at Troy was like, okay, start thinking about graduate level classes. I literally laughed. I was like, no, Mm -hmm. um, we're done here. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I I got the degree I've done. Um, (laughs) that was like still another thing where it was, like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't, I switched majors so many times because I didn't have, mm-hmm. it's like, and I still don't use the degree that I got. So it's like, that. I feel like that was years just wasted instead of me, like taking time off and actually figuring out what yeah. I'm going to do. But uh, so if you could give advice to somebody that is interested in this field or like a younger you going into college or whatever kind of advice that you could give somebody listening, uh, what would you say? Um, advice for somebody that's interested in this field, I would say hundred percent lean into your sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, find, I mean, everybody knows a real estate agent. I mean, that that's just the fact of it. There's a million of them out there. Mm-hmm. Um, find one that you align with and connect with and have the same values and <clears throat> really just kind of, you know, either shadow them or, you know, pick their brain, um, really kind of saturate yourself in that business. Um, there's a million ways to make money in real estate. And that's one of the things that we really love about it. We utilize pretty much all of them. Um, so figure out your, your little, you know, whether it's investing or, um, if you do want to be more on the buying selling side, find somebody that can teach you and mentor you. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as advice to my younger self, it really would be, you know, don't put so much pressure on having to figure it out. You know, that that was my thing looking back. I, I just remember feeling that weight of, okay, so-and-so knows that they want to be a physical therapist or so-and-so knows. And, and some most of them are, you know, that. Um, 
And really, I mean, just, just be more present and really lean into the gifts and the talents that you have and how can you use those to make money? Um, I mean, I'm, my husband and I talk about this all the time, you know, are we going to push our kids to go to college? Cause here he and I both are, um, you know, not using our, our career, you know, our, our degrees, my mm-hmm. husband did for a while, you know, finance and all that. He, you know, worked for Verizon forever with that. Um, but he's in real estate now. And so, you know, don't focus so much on, okay, I have to do finish high school, then I have to go to college and I have to go, you know, to, to a, a, a doctorate program, but really lean into, you know, just like you, you mentioned earlier, you know, search that inner self and say, okay, what, what is it that I truly want to do? What is it that truly brings me joy and how can I do that and make a profit from it? Yeah, that's great. I like, like you say, I, I really don't think that or I really think like college and everything, like times are changing with like, Oh, you have to go like you're, um, it's almost kind of like a cultural thing. I think where it was an expectation, like once you finish college, like that's just how it went. But now I think times are changing where it's like, listen, if you don't have it figured out, then don't go just do something wasted money and all that. Like, um, I mean, I am teaching right now and I do not have a teaching degree. Um, but that doesn't make me any less qualified to teach a health class, (laughs) you know? Um, so I do think, uh, like you're saying, the Lord has a hand in every single thing and it all aligns up, um, according to like his will for your life. And I think like, that was just something that you are, you are definitely called to be in the position that you are in. Like from what I can see, and I know we don't keep up as um, often as we used to, but like from what I can like see on Facebook and social media and all that kind of stuff, like you're killing the real estate game. Um, so like, I'm super proud of you and um, everything that you are um, doing. And like, I just like from high school on, I've always viewed you as like a go-getter. Like you set your mind to something and you go do it. Um, and I've always admired that about you. So um, you're, you're awesome. I want to thank you again for joining uh, me to do this. Hopefully uh, we inspired somebody that wants to go into real estate <laughs> um, and all that. But uh, thank you for taking your time out to Thank you for, no, thank thank you for asking. Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, this is what it's about is, you know, here we are at the age that, that we're at, you know, where, where would we be back in high school if, if we had something like this, like a podcast to, you know, go listen to. So, I mean, I definitely honor you for, for taking this step, you know, to be that resource that that's, that's awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, hopefully I can help somebody, um, like even just say, Hey, maybe college isn't the right thing for me right now or whatever it is. Um, hopefully I'm, hopefully this helps. That's what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it does. I, I know it will. I know. I like, that was the whole reason for me doing this was because in high school, I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Like I was on the standard diploma, uh, like all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> And so I was like, well, and nobody really talked about like, here are the different options you have for careers or here's different majors. I thought it was just mainly medical education and business and mm-hmm. categories and run with it. So yeah. I just think it's more out there. So, um, but anyway, thank you so much, Sarah Rose. Um, hopefully we will catch up again really soon. Um, 
And uh, I know I'll probably see you on social media selling house. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to How They Did It. And remember, everyone's path looks very different. So take your time and then go for it. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to this podcast to keep up to date with new episodes. And please, please, please leave a five-star review. If you felt inspired by today's episode or like to leave a suggestion on what career I should interview next, then find me on Instagram under how.theydidit. How They Did It was already taken. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. I am Hannah Josie, and that was How They Did It.